Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick in the studio and connected via the web, Bill the Engineer. It's like old times. It's uh, the three original crew members of like the World the end of Boating. of times is more like it. Well, it could be. It could be a sign of the apocalypse, for all we I know. that thing in Bill's head. Uh, he's doing his best impression of Mikhail Gorbachev. It is nothing like that at all. It is. I, it looks I like know. a weird birthmark on your forehead. You can see that on Facebook Live on the World of Boating Facebook page today, and we apologize in advance, as usual. More to the point, you can see through my skull. Okay. Well, uh, you know, that's that's not real hard to do if you just look in one ear. I'm a Terminator. No, you were the unofficial 10th Doctor Who. <laughs> okay. I Right now, you can see it more. I, I feel like I'm more like... More like a Terminator. Okay, if you say so. Whatever works for you, Bill. Uh, but it definitely looks a little odd. Most unassuming Terminator ever. Thank yes. God this is the World of Boating radio show. And uh, the fact that you can see this uh, online, well, once again, um, that's uh, we, we apologize. Yeah, what else do you want from us? All right, so anyway, we have a, a bunch of boating news and information to navigate today, don't we? Uh, we do. So big, big news, little news, hard hitting news, breaking news, and uh, just downright stupid news. Okay, just let's just start with all of the above. Will that work? Uh, well, then we'll go to the moment of Greg. It's all yours, Greg. No, I, I deferred to you, <laughs> Captain Patrick. What do you want from me? Come on. Well, you wanted to get the stupid stuff out of the way, so I, I didn't say that. I said all of it, all of the above. <laughs> all go. right. So. Um, there was a, uh, on the World of Boating Facebook page uh, this past week, there was a, a quite frightening video. Actually, there are two very frightening videos. One dealt with a boating situation, and the other one dealt with a marina situation. Hmm. Uh, but I want to talk about the boating situation. So the, the boating situation was there was a boat that was uh, actively sinking while it was under tow. Yeah. And... The boat was being trailed by the sheriff's department. You know, they were they were right there. Um, they had lifeguards out there on jet skis um, watching as this, this tow was undertaking. And sure enough, and the water was a little rough. Mm-hmm. And it was not a very, it wasn't a very big boat. It was a bow rider. Probably say it was probably about a 19, 20 foot maybe. Um, wasn't overloaded, but kids were on board, adults. And sure enough, the tow line let go, broke, uh, wasn't very clear what happened. And the current was taking this thing where they were, where they were boating off the coast of Florida. There was this big offshore pipe, um, a sewer pipe, maybe like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the boat, of course, um, was overcome by the water and capsized. Okay. Uh, everybody, and you could hear the, the 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 people scream. Of course, the kids, you know, and you know, and I bring that up because I'm sure you weren't watching Titanic. I bring or that up because on Netflix, I bring that up because there were several lessons that 
uh, we can take from that video. And first and foremost is I know Bill as an Eagle Scout. He's always prepared for any situation. Um, I myself am prepared. Greg, you're a little sketchy on that, but I do, I do know always. that when it comes to scuba diving mm-hmm. and uh, your pilot training, that you probably have things that you would go over with when you're diving with a group um, or if you were... Uh, you mean like a dive briefing before we jump in the water or something sure. like that? Sure, and probably even like a pre-flight briefing if you were going sure. up to fly with a couple of friends. That's typically you know. what you do. Okay. So what's your point? Well, in a boat, we really don't tend to do that when we take passengers on board. And we never think of the worst thing that could happen, or may, maybe not the worst thing, but you know, a, a, a traumatic thing that, that could happen. Certainly a boat... Uh, taking on water and sinking mm-hmm. um that would be traumatic it would um <laughs> that's from the latin right i just know. So you know i'm just, traumatic traumatic tomato tomato go ahead it's that spot on bill's head is mm. is is distracting caused by a traumatic <laughs> all right but your I point is what traumatic so when we go out on a boat it, it, question really is do our listeners who are avid boaters um, or have any of you, Bill or, or Greg, when you've gone out boating, have you taken the time to go over, listen, as you enter the boat, life mm-hmm. jackets are over here. Right. Um, any any child six years and under, I've got a life jacket for you. It's appropriately sized. We mm-hmm. need to make sure that it's fitted correctly and snapped on even before we leave the dock. Right. Um Here's where the fire extinguisher is. Here's where the flares are. Here's where the throwable cushion is. In the event of an emergency, if I become disabled, here's how you operate the boat. And uh, possibly one of the the uh, worst things is if the boat happens to uh, sink, you know, here's our plan if we all wind up in the water. Okay. And, you know, in this video, yeah, they like – Throw the kids, you know. It's like it, it, it was as quick as this thing went down, mm-hmm. you know. And you have the very real possibility of getting trapped underneath it, and in a strong current like they had encountered with the wind blowing, it very easily could lose your life. So it just brought to light that within this video there were many, many things to to uh, learn. Uh, from it, and one of those is when we are going boating recreationally with our friends, with our family, that we should take just a few minutes to make sure that everybody is aware of, and it's not to to, to create worry or stress, it's actually to alleviate that, because in the off chance that something like this was to happen, here's what we need to do. Right. Well, that's it is required for a uh, charter operation. You're just saying... That should be maybe a required protocol for private well, not boaters. Required, it's it a, is. If you're running a dive charter business. They got to go over that. Well, I meant for meant for personal. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But it's required for charters. Yes, it is. It's not for personal. But you're just saying we should adopt that habit. As, you should uh, because as a private boater. As, as, I agree. As this video, I shows, agree I with mean, Captain Patrick. They're, they're, Whoa! Wow! What happened? <laughs> what are the planets aligned? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> you know, I had like twenty minutes planned on this segment because I figured Greg would just totally, you know, 
What? Uh, I, that, that makes total sense, of course. You know, I'm trying you to should. I'm trying to mispronounce words on purpose just to kind of drag the thing out, but you know, you just don't want to play along. I'm playing right. along. I am. Um, so anyway, that video is up on the World of Boating Facebook page. So. Yeah, so you don't want to be them is the point and do your boating briefing uh whether it's a private boat or not, just get in that habit. Show them where the uh the, you know, the fire extinguishers are. Show them where the life preservers are. That should be, I don't know, I thought that was pretty common for most responsible boaters, but you're saying it's not. It, well, it can tend not to be, and depending on the boat owner, you know, is that fire extinguisher current? Um, are the life jackets readily accessible, or are they still wrapped under plastic, which is a big no-no, mm-hmm. um, and law enforcement uh, does not like that? Right. So if they if they see that, but being it's a responsible be a captain, uh, of course that's on them. But just as far as briefing your passengers, like, hey, here's the fire extinguishers. If I become incapacitated, here's uh, you know, uh, here's the life preservers. This is where we store them under the under the seats of the this particular in this cuddy cabin. You know, just give them some basic information, just like you would on a commercial charter or a ferry or anything else. You should be adopting those standards for your private boating adventure, especially when it's someone who's new to your vessel. Yeah, and I mean, when I've taken uh, friends of friends out, yeah. um, you know, day at the lake, things like that, and I'll ask, you know, has anybody operated a boat before? And if not, you know, I'll, uh, anybody be interested to learn and kind of just go over some basics just mm-hmm. on the off chance that something happens. And chances right. are it's not going to, but as this video highlights, you know, everything was going right, if you will. They had, they, they had contacted um, a tow agency. They were under tow. They were actively bailing out the boat, you mm-hmm. know, while under tow, which really wasn't helping a whole lot, but they were doing everything that they could. Um, Aside from maybe, uh, I would question why they didn't get the passengers off the boat onto the tow boat, um, because that probably would have been a really good idea, not only to keep everybody safe, but also to lessen the weight that was in the boat that was taking on water. Okay. But I, I don't know how individual tow companies operate. You know, there are tow truck agencies that you can't ride in a truck with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you better call an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi. That's right. Well, and if they didn't catch that video, just say, hey, you guys ever see that movie Titanic? We don't want to be that. So pay attention to what I'm telling you right now. So we, if we get into a jam and stuff happens, we know how to react. I'm king of the world. That's not the part I'm talking about. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i want sun i want sand i want spa Spa, facial, but nothing too remote because I'm a people person. I like to socialize. Islands are good? Islands are great. All right. I'm thinking... I love the Bahamas. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. We can get you to the Pink Sands Beach. We can fly you direct into Nassau. This is perfect. Let's do it. Bahamas. Bahamas. Here I come, baby. Bahama, Bahama mama. Yes, this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Billy, engineer, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And I'm not sure if we got this up on the World of Boating Facebook page, but uh, it has been announced that the Bahamas are planning to open back up to uh, travelers, you know, tourists and stuff on July 1. Did you see that, Patrick? I did not. That is good news, as long as, you know, things don't go... You know, Sideways. Down the crapper. Yeah. In the meantime. In the meantime. Uh, yeah. Talking about going into crapper. This other video that was posted was this confrontation at a marina. On our Facebook page. On our Facebook page. Yeah. Which, if you haven't liked us or, you know, recommend us to your friends. And, and don't listen, even better, recommend us to your enemies. Well, let's just clarify something. To like us, you don't have to, quote unquote, like us. Just like the World of Boating Facebook page. You don't have to like us. I mean, I don't expect you to like Patrick. I mean, you might like me, obviously, and Bill, Patrick, eh. but uh, like the World of Boating Facebook page. It's just good. It's, it's just being a, a good boater. I, I, don't, I don't think I had to explain that to our oh, listeners. Yeah. Their, their uh, intelligence level is quite well, high. Yeah, but I don't want them to get the wrong idea that they're committed to actually liking you. Yeah. I mean, that's really not your MO. Anyway. You're, you're if, supposed to be crotchety, uh, kind of dis, you know, not, not real likable. I'm very likable. Uh, well, okay. Now you're just hurting my feelings. <laughs> well, you know, we agree. I can't, I with can't each figure other. out why people wouldn't like this show. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I just want to make sure we were not setting a new precedent since you and I agreed on the first segment. That's like, you know, uh, setting a bad uh, 
you know, bad, it's bad form. Anyway, you were saying about the video, the second video yeah. on uh, our Facebook page. As as great as uh, the follies at the boat ramps tend to be, um, marinas have got to be running a, a very close second. I just don't think that there's enough uh, social media video out there. But there there was one that was posted, uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, it's actually quite frightening. Um, and I could say having traveled to a large number of marinas um, around the world, mm-hmm. um, it, that stuff is, it, it happens quite frequently. What? What happened? Well, it was just this boater who was admittedly a new boater and had come into the marina and he texts he texts his friends yeah uh, because he has trouble getting his boat into a slip because the slips are very tight okay so hey i'm coming in and you know they they weren't able to get out there and meet him in time so he came past the slip and basically docked uh pulled up um at the end of the t-head is what it looked like okay mm-hmm. so they're there, and his friends show up, and you know they're on board the boat. Nobody's hanging out on the dock, and the people in the boat next to, which look like a older father um, and his two daughters, again older, um, quite fright. I mean, the, the the one daughter out there screaming and yelling at these people about how they're not allowed to dock there and that slip isn't available until june something and you know just really just kind of going off Mm -hmm. on them over over nothing and the people on the boat at least the video that was posted uh showed they're they're very polite um just you know trying to defuse and then the other daughter comes out and then the father um which was not a really good look for him um because he's he's like he's coming off the swim platform because he's he's, he's a you know, like USOB and you know uh, the one daughter goes to hold him back and it's like this guy is like I don't know one one chicken McNugget away from a stroke um, and um, you know off his glasses go because he had him tucked into the collar of his shirt mm-hmm. they go into the water I mean it was just it, it's a little comical but it's when we come to marinas the one that i'm most familiar with is actually here in central florida which is just past um the i4 bridge on the st johns not the one that mike uh keeps his boat at right. one a little bit further up the river and for years there was a guy a, a that was on a liveaboard in this marina and his sole job self-appointed was to sit in a lawn chair at the end of the dock and face, watch the festivities face, no facing out oh. on the river yeah and yell at every boat that went by if they were so much throwing up a a three inch wake yeah he would get come up out of his chair and scream and wave his arms darn and, you kids it just absolutely ridiculous and yeah. we're, we're all aware of course you know idle zone no wake we and the marina you know it's a protect kind of a protected area and we don't want those boats being rocked and and banged up against the dock Mm -hmm. but you standing out there and waving your fist and screaming trying to be heard over the wind and the sound of engines yeah makes for great video is that what you're saying just look oh wait what i mean is it is it a good video or not i haven't seen it uh, the one that was posted yesterday with the the two daughters and the, the father yeah. and um 
conflict is compelling. Captain yeah, I, I, don't I would, you know I, that? I, I would say that it's no. I can tell between <laughs> you and me. Um, yeah, I, it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah. all I could say is, you know, when you're confronted with somebody like that, the best thing to do is just to to, to ignore, get on the phone, call the authorities, let them come out and straighten it out because that could have gotten even more out of control i i think the one young lady um there may have been some some issues there uh by the way she was reacting i mean it was sounds way, like an episode of uh, real housewives of uh sanford marina or maybe that could be a new spinoff no no, of the but, um, housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, any, any of our listeners out there if any you, they know exactly what i'm talking about you spend enough time in marina's and you see these people mm-hmm. um, that it, it's like it's like your homeowners association, Greg. Right, it's you know, fun to watch. You just don't want to be in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, you just okay. You, you're going to have that, those one or two people that are mm-hmm. in the neighborhood that they are the ones who are going around with the tape measure, measuring the length of the grass. Yes, you know, and you, you know, letting your dog poop in my yard. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. how dare you? Just um, a little, little, little overboard. Just you know, everybody take a step back. Take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Relax. Just just relax. But boy, These, is it fun to watch other yeah, people fight. It's, it's just... It's fight! A, it's boat, a, it's a, bad, it's a fight. bad, bad look. It is. Um, in news that nobody saw coming... Yeah. There's more? Maybe. Okay. Well, we'll get to it next right here on the World teaser. of Boating. Yeah. Well, not much of one, but it'll have to do... Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer. Uh, just doing a little radio show and showing you the video on Facebook Live. Well, you know, there's no, Nobody's throwing stuff today. That was last week. I only threw one thing, and it was a piece of paper, and you cried like a baby after yeah. the show. Okay. Well, Look, you, you bruised my arm. I'm just trying to... Juice, I'm suing you. Trying to juice the ratings. Hey, you to, know, be fair, yeah? to be fair, to be fair... Greg um, does not spend a lot of time out in the sun anymore, and his skin is very easily bruisable. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Come on, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. He's so bad. am I right now. Well, that's true. Every time the shiny spot yeah. gets picked up by the camera. Yeah. Okay. You see right through his skull. What uh, a treat for our Facebook Live watchers today. What nobody saw coming was BRP, Bombardier Recreational Products. Yeah has officially exited the outboard motor business, and they have ceased production on the Evinrude outboards. Now, you say mm. that no one predicted that, but someone on this show, I think, suggested that he didn't think that they would be long in the business. Hmm. I don't remember I, saying that myself. I, I think it was Patrick. Oh, I think actually okay, Patrick. Okay. My... <laughs> Well, might have hinted at the fact that he didn't think they were going to stick around in this business. Well, because it it comes down to two-stroke versus four-stroke technology. It comes down to, um, was Genesis better with Peter Gabriel or with Phil Collins singing? Or, Ooh. for Bill, which one won out? 
metric or uh, U.S. standard measurements. Mm. You know, well, metric won out because there's <laughs> logic and reason, and the United States is not the entire world. And uh, Phil Collins is, of course, the only choice. No, for singer no, for no, Dude, you can't. A lot you more cannot, money. Don't yeah. tell me you're into Phil Collins camp. Mm, or well, first Peter of all, Gabriel. First of all, I oh my god, like, I had all I my respect like, for you is gone. Oh, all I, I got to say like is Phil Sue Collins. Sue Studio. Hello. <laughs> what else do you got to say? <laughs> That's all you got to say to say Peter Gabriel. Oh, okay. Maybe that kind of wasn't the best argument I could have put forth for Phil. Anyway, all right. More coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. from the uh, state mental institution uh, we chartered the boat we're going to go fishing and uh, that's all there is to it but I won't cry myself This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation and, uh, well, boating. Uh, aviation stuff was earlier. Uh, boating news and information. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll throw an airplane show, uh, you know, uh, uh, an aircraft uh, story in just for... An aircraft carrier, maybe? Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh looks like the, uh, the four-stroke engine... Uh, yeah. outboard engine is is ultimately going to be the victor um not much different than um you know dvd over uh laser disc oh wait so uh, vhs is that, over betamax uh bombardier peter gabriel over phil collins right but they're they're bowing out of uh four strokes or <laughs> two I mean, strokes two strokes so two they strokes. don't make any four strokes at all no they are they are they are out of the outboard engine business they're mm. going to focus on of course they've got the the snow cats and the sea doos and the ski doos and and yeah. their other uh so I you're th- saying I think they even have aircraft bombardier uh, uh producers yeah, yeah jet so the, those eco two-stroke engines are going the way the yeah. E-Tex. They're yeah, going which, the way of the Betamax, which, or which were huh? really kind of groundbreaking in a way when they were unveiled because the the design aesthetic of those really led the way for what we're currently seeing out there with kind of that sleek, sexy, non traditional uh, look of an outboard, other mm-hmm. than Yamaha, um, which is still Yamaha. Uh, but you know the two stroke, which. It accomplishes the the necessary functions of intake, compression, transfer, exhaust, and power with two strokes of the piston. You know, and a stroke being defined as the piston's full travel within its cylinder in either direction. So the two stroke, uh, w- the old two strokes were known to be you know noisy. They 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 spewed blue smoke, mm-hmm. uh, idled rough, but they had power on demand. The four strokes were heavier, quieter, but were a lot heavier. Right. So, um, as it turns out, the uh, the, the four-stroke, which requires four strokes of the piston to complete the power cycle, 
Uh, the four strokes are intake, compression, power, and exhaust. Um, and although it requires uh, twice as many piston strokes in terms of the crankshaft to generate the power, it's more fuel efficient, quieter, and produces less emissions. And why BRP, it, they just held fast on the two-stroke. They bet the farm everything on two-stroke winning out. And again, the up announcement was last week, and yeah. they're done. Well, it was a pretty good product, though. It was a really good product. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was just uh, two-stroke versus four-stroke. And I think there's this overall image or perception that just four-stroke engines were more uh, economical or, or, or environmentally sensitive, you know. But they, you but, agree? But, but they were heavier back well, in the I know, day. I know. So but advances I mean, but in technology with materials and stuff have made them lighter. lighter. More efficient. Um, and, but, but once again, there was that kind of overall image that, you know, oh, two strokes are noisy and put out more emissions, whether they do or not. I think that was an overall you know, well, no, because back in the day perception. of gas and oil mix, yeah, yeah, it was it was that's where you got that thin blue smoke. Yeah, you know? Exactly, and they, I don't think they ever got over that hurdle. That's my my feeling. Well, they, what do you think? they 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 technically they did. They I'm just, just saying, about, they cleared the hurdle. Yeah, just I think it came down to market share. Well, and, and marketing and perception and who's out there and what BRP because being owned uh, by a, an equity firm. You know those decisions are being made. You know what's going to be more profitable. Let's let's dump this. Let's focus on that. And that was one that they saw as a loser. As a loser. And yeah. I, I, what I'm, what I'd be curious is, is anybody going to come in and try to pick up any Fill of that, that technology yeah. or that tooling, and you know, uh, kind of revamp that and take it on because it seems that there's a market out there. But I guess to your point, Greg, you know, marketing it that's a huge. Uh, thing to try to overcome or to make inroads you know there there's reasons why uh you know if you're looking for oh let's say uh, uh you're looking for a pickup truck mm-hmm. you know you're looking at ford you're looking at gmc you're looking at chevy you're not looking at honda you know you're just not looking at honda for your pickup Wrong! truck needs you know not saying i'm saying most knowledgeable yeah, pickup whatever. truck okay. owners yeah. mm-hmm. you know are going to yeah. go mm-hmm. with the established brands and they're not really going to look at Honda, even though it may be a lighter product or it, it may have an equal, maybe even greater, which we know it's not true. Well, I think it's, it's actually less towing ca- yeah. capacity. That is but, incorrect. But they're that not brand. going to look at that because brand loyalty and I would prefer to have, whether it's the uh, the, the Ford engine powertrain, the uh, GMC powertrain, the Dodge powertrain, whatever it is. That's a tough one to overcome. I think the only one who's really, really been successful in that, getting into that market and making huge inroads, has been Toyota. They have with the, with uh, the Tundra. They have uh, made some good progress. Yeah, for sure. And Honda with the Ridgeline has been impressive. <laughs> well, they've sold one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting in your garage. <laughs> Because right. that's where pickup trucks. That's where pickup. Well, at least we got a pickup truck to stay. story in there. I'm surely we're going to get an airplane one eventually. Uh, I wasn't planning on oh, it. Oh, no. okay. Well, then what else you got? All right. So uh, after BRP, of course, exiting the market, um, we had this issue again over the uh, the holiday weekend up in uh, North Syracuse. 
um, where this guy crashed his boat into a dock and left the scene. And you want to take a guess how he crashed into the dock? Quickly. Yeah, that's what I'd guess, too. At speed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, no. Um, he's, Obliquely. He, he was operating the boat when he stepped away from the helm and went down into the boat's galley. Mm. He was making a making a snack? I, he put it on autopilot, didn't he? See, there it is. Here's our aviation story. Well? No. Oh. Um, so, yeah. It, and it, he hits, he, he boat smacks the dock. He mm-hmm. flees the scene. Of course, they find him. And, uh, you know, now he's going to be responsible, of course, for the damage to the dock. He's got his boat all banged up. But even worse is, why any? Why wouldn't you just stop? You know, there's this thing on the the side. It's called the throttle, the shifter. Just bring it back to neutral. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe a little bit of reverse to slow your forward momentum. Check your wind, check the current, make sure that you're not in any type of danger of coming into contact with anything. If it's nighttime or dusk, put your nav lights on, then go down below and do your business, whether it's in the head or you're get, making yourself a sandwich, whatever it is. Yeah, what was he doing? He didn't say, just went down to the uh-huh. boat's galley. Okay. My thinking is he was too drunk to think that through thoroughly. Well, there could be one of those. That could have been a factor. Well, we don't know. But the point of this is uh, just, you know, uh, uh, don't go down below when you have potential objects in your path or don't what? Don't go down below when you don't know. Uh, you know what? Huh. It's, huh. The, I think that sometimes people believe that there is an unlimited quantity of water. Uh, so as a result, you can you can just let things go and I'm sure it'll take care of itself. But you wouldn't think about doing that. If you are driving on a road, I I still I will always say that I believe that piloting a boat is more challenging than driving on a road. And if you wouldn't do it in your vehicle, you shouldn't do it in your vehicle. Okay. Yeah, but, but people are doing it in their vehicles now with self-driving technology where they're, they're kicking that seat back. And Which happens it. to be part of the technology pod, uh, package I have on my new Honda Ridgeline Black Edition. You have you have, you have an autopilot? I do. I have a, a driving assist. It, it drives itself on the highway. Well, I've driven that. with you. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. That's probably, probably the sort of thing that you should... You should get on every vehicle, yes. <laughs> it's just one step below a tes- Tesla. You know, they, they, where, where's... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Honda is one step below a Tesla, everybody. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's pretty high tech. Um, yeah, no no, no, no self-respect. But I'm not, just for the record, I'm not going to drive down the highway and say, you know, the car's got me. Uh, but people have. They, they have with the self-driving. They've kicked the seat back. You know, they're not... They're not maintaining a watch. And then they pour, uh, uh, pull out like a portageon or something. And Yeah, Greg, that's exactly what that's exactly what I was talking okay. about. Thank you for was, clearing that up. Well, no, they're kicking their seat back. They're taking a nap. They're getting involved with something else. And they're not maintaining a watch there at the helm, if you will, or at the dash. Pay attention I, to what you're doing. They got to do that. All right. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. 
be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you guys where's Haley? Um, she is on a boat in the marina putting you in her rear view mirror boats have those don't they? come on down This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Patrick? Yeah. Uh, on Facebook, uh, where our show is uh, being uh, shown live, yeah. top fan, Josh Wilkinson. Hey, Josh, what's going on, man? Well, he wants to know when we were throwing out our comparisons. Here's, and he, got, he has a good one. What are we comparing again? You know, uh, two stroke versus four stroke. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Peter Gabriel versus... Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Now, now, before we go on to this, in defense of my position on Peter Gabriel, Uh I like Peter Gabriel, but Genesis was better without him. Wrong. Hmm. No, not wrong. Wrong. It's a thoughtful and insightful opinion where more than black and white... But you can't say that because the evolution of Peter Gabriel as an artist, he actually grew and became a better songwriter and musician right. going forward. Remember which side of this argument you're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about Genesis. You're making, 
you're, go, you're going making fo- my argument. No, going forward, which if he had stayed with the band, Genesis would be a a an international juggernaut. What? Wait instead, a minute. Hold on, hold instead on. of a punchline, Susu Susudio. Well, first um, of all, Susu Studio was part was, of Phil's solo work. Yeah, I know. Wasn't a Genesis thing, but they made a crap load of money. Yeah, they did. Because that's what the music biz is about. Uh, duh. So, I, here hey, we go. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Why are we doing this? What does this have because to do with Because Josh, our top fan, posed yeah. this. So just pick one. He just wanted to know? David Lee Roth or, or Sammy Hagar? Mm, well, technically, Sammy was a better singer. But David Lee Roth, maybe a little bit more entertaining to watch sometimes. Just Bill? a little, because Sammy is really good, too. But I like them both. I don't really have an either-or kind of thing. I got to go with Van Hagar. Okay. Yeah. Bill doesn't care. Bill, Bill, I, no, Bill's I do stunned. care. I <laughs> oh, do that, care. Yeah, here's what I'm stunned about. That I'm hole in his skull is starting to be permanent, I'm thinking. Bill, Vivaldi or Chopin? <laughs> there we are. Now something I can really sink my teeth into. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a Vivaldi guy from way back. Uh, I think we all know that. Through the Baroque period? Uh, if it ain't Baroque, don't uh, play it. it. <laughs> don't play it. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, so uh, I, I, you don't have a preference, <laughs> Bill? You want to get it out there? We'll move on to other stuff or no? I, I, again, I, here's a case where I think that both are great bands. To consider them the same band is silly because David Lee Roth's uh, Van Halen is not Van Hagar. It, it's just not. It doesn't sound the same. doesn't feel the same. Uh, they're both good, and uh, I prefer Van Halen. Okay. Mm. Well, there you go. Um, but again, there's gray. There's gray. There's not gray with two stroke and four stroke. There's no two point five strokes. There's no. Where's there's no the three, three strokes? Strokes. strokes? We jumped no. right to four. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's two stroke. There's four stroke. That, that's what there is. And sometimes I think with boat owners, people just like what they're used to, and they're not really interested in innovation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I disagree. Okay. Tell I me, disagree. Tell me. Because that's what, what that's what drives. Well, Tierra just unveiled this new forty uh, two LE, and this thing not only does one side of the aft gunnel fold out into the water, but sounds the, neat. But the back seat will rotate one hundred and eighty degrees to face backwards. Hmm. That's so, that's innovative, and that's something that you wouldn't find on a boat ten years ago. Well, okay. this is the thing, I. I like innovation. I like things that are new. I like things that are different. I do. I, I do like that. I know that we're saying, you know, my choice of Genesis over, <laughs> over Peter Gabriel may not demonstrate that. But the people that are spending the hundreds of thousands of dollars, the millions of dollars on these boats, do they want to pay for innovation or do they want to pay for the tried and true? Innovation. True? Yeah. No? They're, they're, pay, well, they're, they're paying for innovation. They're, then how come Bombardier couldn't sell enough two-strokes? Okay, but everything that's going forward now, joystick controls, fly-by-wire, moving cables, or a so thing So you think maybe pa- it's technology that they like? Mm, the kind of bond. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, that but helps. The, the innovation, I mean, you're doing more with... 
the uh, like the Volvo Penta D3 diesels, the D4s that traditionally 10 years ago, you wouldn't have been putting these in boats. People wouldn't have been buying them. But the performance aspect is such that they're, they're giving people cause to take another look and say, you know what, maybe for our boating needs, because the technology is advanced, we're willing to take a, a, a gamble on this because we like what it represents. And the fact of the matter is the technology advanced so so much with the two-stroke and what Evan Root had done, I mean, right out of the box, I think it was like three years, no maintenance. You could go out the days of putting a hang in a new engine and having to uh, baby it for the first, you know, uh, couple hours out on the lake. You could go out there and hammer that thing and it would respond. Yeah, but still it was a two-stroke and the new stuff was all four-stroke and everybody wants more strokes. We can all agree with that, right? No. 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 no, We can't? No. Oh. All right. You guys uh, work with less strokes. I'm going to go for more. I just think they uh, have those issues. It was more of a perception thing. Bill, last word. Uh, Last word is that the SpaceX rocket may still be launching today. We'll find out next week. And uh, we'll, we'll just have to leave half it. an hour. Oh, well, that's right. I guess there's that. All right. Uh, till then, though, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, better is better as, as a, a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.